Good afternoon, good evening, good metal. My name's Cooper and welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. This episode is the kind of surprise I kind of teased at the end of last week. I thought it'd be best to place it at the beginning of this week as well. And the next episode will be uh, a listening episode, uh, hopefully, where I did one previously with listening on Metallica's The Black Album. Really well received, so we I threw it out into the world and see what other people kind of suggested uh, I should listen to. One of the suggestions, and there was a lot of them, so I'm going to kind of keep a little list of them was uh, Alison Chain's Dirt, a superb album, really looking forward to revisiting it, listening to it again, I'm going through it track by track and kind of looking at kind of the whole album as a as a kind of complete body of work, um, fantastic album, super, super into listening to that and obviously I'll do a listening and those familiar with it will know kind of what's going on with it, those that are not familiar with listening, I'll kind of explain kind of what I'm doing with that on the actual podcast itself. So this one, though, is a really nice sit-down with uh, Jamie Thews from Deified about the upcoming album Atrobocene. Atrobocene. Um, I, I, there's probably a billion ways you can pronounce it properly. I probably butcher it and pronounce it incorrectly. The album comes out on the 29th of May. They're already knee-deep in a pre-order campaign now, but there's many different ways you can buy the album. Uh, there's a whole fully loaded thing with the t-shirts and hats and hoodies and all the rest of it. Superb work by them in terms of kind of how they presented themselves and kind of how they've done all the merch and stuff. Really kind of professional band doing exactly what they should be doing, uh, matching up with the quality of the music as well. The whole sort of um, deified sort of brand, to, to, to use a horrible word, is, is really, really strong and really, really positive. Um, Jamie is super nice, uh, which belies kind of what he's like on stage. On stage, he's, he's kind of wild man. He's huge sort of force of nature but off uh, he's very 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 uh, super nice guy but also very very passionate about what he's talking about and very very passionate about the scene and um, which really comes across in, in the podcast and we bet that's what we're doing with this one is a track by track we go through each of the songs on the uh, on the album this is intended as kind of a companion piece so this kind of sits as a, you listen to it first and get hyped for the album. And when the album comes out, you can go back and listen to it and kind of understand what they were trying to go for in thematically and times and musically, what they were, what they were trying to do um, within the album. So it's really kind of like kind of wet your appetite for it. I hugely enjoyed this album. I thought it was absolutely superb with two or three absolutely superb songs. And we'll go to, into that in, in the podcast. I'm never, ever going to kind of uh, talk about stuff I don't like, like Kevin Smith says, you know, that's not going to be a thing I'll do. There's plenty of other podcasts and websites and whatever you that will talk about stuff that they don't like and, and this, this and this, that and the other. That's not going to happen here. I'm going to talk about stuff that really gets me excited, that I really like. This new album, this Atrobo scene by Deified, 29th of May. This is a really, really good quality piece of work and where people are like, well, where are the next band's coming from? And no one's doing anything good anymore. They are. This is proof. And we go through that kind of track by track. We talk about sort of the larger perspective of kind of what they're going for. And then everything from um, the riffs themselves. Really, really interesting. Uh, really, really enjoyed sitting down with Jamie Hughes of Day of Five. Yeah. So with, uh, I'm sitting with, with Jamie Hughes. Well, I'm not. We're kind of doing this digitally. So I'm not sitting with Jamie. Um, I'm kind of doing this over the majesty that is the, the internet and Skype. But it's, uh, you know, welcome, welcome to the Spoken Metal Show, Jamie. How are we doing? Thank you for having me. I'm very good. Just, uh, just trying to keep myself sane, you know, yeah. doing some stuff. God. But, you know, it's all within the limitations, isn't it, of your own home. So there's yeah. only something you can do. So, yeah. Kind of so taking what, my time with things. So what I thought might be fun to do is we're going to go through the, 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 the upcoming EP um, and to kind of talk through it track by track and kind of, walk people through maybe you haven't heard the band before 
<laughs> some of the fans of the band to kind of go through, okay, this is what, um, what, 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 what to expect maybe from the EP and kind of what you were trying for, and a little bit of a window into to the, sort of the writing as well. Um, mm. Before we do that, I suppose it's best to kind of um, give people something of a backstory to kind of uh, Dave Fight's kind of whole existence. So you guys started in like 2013, right? Yeah, yeah, like seven years ago. Yeah, uh-huh. um, Alistair put a post out on Facebook saying he wanted to start a band, and um, that's when like Pike and Stu got on board, and then like they auditioned for some bassists, and then they auditioned for the vocalists. I was I, I was actually on and off. Like I came into the band, did a little bit, and then left, and then came back again because they had stuff going on. Yeah. But then coming back, and that's when it was a full lineup. Then it was me, Tom. Uh, yeah. So, that so was the, the, first, the first album, the first album, was, so it takes about two out, two years for the first album, which is Ascension. That came out mm-hmm. not 2015, around that time, that's yeah? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we released a little EP version of it before that, with a few uh-huh. tracks on. Uh, just to put some feelers out there while we, you know, then we got some more tracks added to it and just released it as a full album. Sure, yeah. sure. And then... Uh, you kind of went, went to Metal to the Masters as well. You won in 2015, right? We did, man. We did. We were... <laughs> the surprise his voice. Somehow we won. <laughs> <laughs> Still shocked to this day, mate, to be honest. Um, yeah, man. We played each heat. We played. We were like, oh, this is the last one. Like, these bands are great. This is the last yeah. one. Just give yeah. it all you got. This is the last one, you know. And yeah. we just kept on getting through. We were just like, this isn't right, you know. It's, some, you know, somehow we made it through, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> I remember, like, that, the last one we won, Simon all, like, came up, shook our hands, like, none of yeah. us could believe it was happening. Like, oh, my God, we're going to play bloody Bloodstone, man, you know. Yeah. Oh, this is real. Uh, there, was, <laughs> there were tears, there was, there was joy. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, I, you kind of went, that, then the EP was uh, about 2018, was uh, in Human Manifesto, right? In Human Manifesto, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. our uh, that was our latest creation after uh, after uh, the last album. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, like, although it was a good piece of work, like I, mm. I don't feel it really got out there as much as the rest of the work. You know, we were going through the process of losing a drummer, finding a new drummer. Yeah. So you know, it took up a lot a lot of our time. Like, so we didn't get to promote it and gig it as much as we would have liked to. Have done. But uh, sure. Yeah, but in the end, like, still in my eyes, it was still a good. You know, a good product, yeah. still a beast in its own, in its own right. Yeah. So, because I first, I kind of became aware of you at the Metal to the Masters when you played um, at one of the uh, at the shows as a headliner. Obviously, because you'd worn, you get asked back to be to be a headliner, and that's where I kind of first saw you guys play. Now I'd heard some stuff, but um, I didn't think I, I was like I was a bit undecided about kind of how's this going to work live, how's it going to kind of come across live, and I thought that. Um, live you were just absolutely superb certainly at that show's real kind of tour de force it reminded me of when um, i first heard lamb of god and i was like fucking ellis is a group of lads uh, a group of blokes playing metal there's no mess around either everybody was on the same page i very much got a, the thought process that this was a very finished machine if you know what i mean very polished mm-hmm. sort of put together thing i was very impressed by that by that headlining show there i thought it was excellent like yeah, i think um I think, I think we get that a lot. A lot of people tend to say where you like the sound live over the actual recording, you know. But yeah. I think that's true in a lot of cases. You know, you get a lot of things with a live show that you don't get with a CD or a, yeah. a MP3 or whatever, you know. Yeah. Always, All the yeah, best, we're, best we're bands are live bands, like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it helps us a lot, Bloodstock. It helps us uh, break that boundary a little bit and maybe, maybe move up a step or two, you know. Did it yeah. feel like an evolution after you came back from Bloodstock? You were like, okay, we've seen a, a larger crowd with, with, with that, you know, bigger setup and, and that type of thing. Did it feel like you were evolving when you, after you'd done that show? Yeah, it felt like, you know, we'd really accomplished something. You know, yeah. You had, I, mean, yeah. Personally, I thought to myself, you know, wow, this is like a dream playing a festival like this. You know, I'd never play, I played like good, you know, bands people have heard of and all that before, but I'd never like played a major festival. So for me, that was like, I was felt on top of the world, and it, it gave the band a whole new sense of creation and, uh, you know, drive to continue to be more, mm. yeah. you know. So, so it just went drummer left, you know, it, you know we, we were like, well, hell no, this isn't mm. stopping. Yeah, there was too <laughs> so, much momentum, yeah, yeah, why yeah. would it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then, you, once you get, you get, you put the EP to the side, and now we're kind of, when did the, the kind of seeds for, uh, and how, am I pronouncing this right? Is it Anthropocene, Anthropocene? Yeah, I'm that, right? yeah. yeah. When did yeah, the seeds good. of that start? Then when did we we first start to kind of go? Okay, we need to move on to the next thing. When did mm. the first steps happen? Probably whilst <laughs> I, 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 don't quote me on this, but I think like some of the material <laughs> started during during uh, Inhuman Manifesto or towards the end of it, like when we finished. Uh, so that that's been growing for a while. That one, you know. Um, the, the, the songs have been there instrumentally. We just need to put the pieces together. You know, vocals took a while because for me, I wanted to. We wanted to do something that was concept, and um, there was a lot mm. of stuff happening, obviously, at the moment, and still a lot of things to develop. So I wanted to wait, you know, and see how things develop before I finished things lyrically. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kind of get fashioned that an idea and see where it takes you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so the song, like, and you know, the songs themselves and what they entail, like, you know, you know, they. they slightly prophetic you know they, you know they, they weren't exactly, yeah. i wrote them but you know i kind of interpreted I, I i was i was interested by the, the kind of uh, it seemed to be coming from a place of concept yeah there, there was a there was a whole kind of thought process behind it is this based on some of the things that um jussie preka uh was was talking about with kind of uh, media cultures and geology and stuff is that where the w was some of the the hanging points for this album or ep if you will yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah there was it's very topical you know yeah you can easily relate like the lyrics and what's being said and the aggression of it all to what's happening today you know it's, it's... most definitely if i can quote from that as well yeah you can quote from that one of the th I was I, re I went away and read it uh, and i thought it was a lot of it was very high line high theory concept stuff and one of the things it was saying was like uh, that we have shifted from being a society that until the mid 20th century was based on very kind of kind of single materials. And now we're in an age of uh, the computer chip, which is comprised of over 60 different elements. And it was yep. just kind of like, I thought it was fascinating. And I thought, mm -hmm. you know, that's a really kind of often leveled at metal is a dumbness at metal that there's somehow that it's lowbrow, that there's somehow there isn't um any kind of intelligent discourse, and I've often argued that that simply isn't true. You no, know, not at all. Um, not. You know, certainly, I, I, obviously <laughs> talking about this type of thing it alludes to kind of Fear Factory and some of the things that they were talking about with AI and things like that. You know, these are high-end concepts. These are not, you know, these are not kind of, and, and very, like you say, very prophetic concept, uh, mm. concepts that are relevant particularly now to, uh, to, to, to society. Mm. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, these I are big to, topics like I, had this, uh, I think I had this argument with one of my PhD tutors in college. You know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like like metal. Like um, it's it's a very valuable tool. You know, it's it can be used as a conduit to pass along a lot of messages. You know, mm. it's, it's it's very good at that. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, you know, he had his view. I have my view. But you're right. You know, it's it's real. A lot of things have changed. We've gone from analog to digital, from respecting mm. a man of a man of intelligence, you know, and, and, and honor to honor to now respecting um, idols who are who are vacuous and you know full of themselves and everything else. You know, it's it's we've shifted so much over the past what fifty hundred years. It's it's mm. an incredible, incredible thing to live through. We're in a, quite a dynamic age at the moment, and it's hard to tell where it can go. It's it's yeah. almost it's almost impossible not to pass comment on something like that. Being in a exactly. modern metal band, it's impossible to not address these issues. It's yeah. built into its nature, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's get let's get straight into into the album then. So we'll we'll, we'll start and we'll, we'll go through it chronologically speaking. So beginning with Prelude, um, it's obvious mm. then when from what we talked about that this is kind of it's meant to be viewed as a as a concept. Yeah. Um, and prelude feels to me like it's something that you um it, it's very much kind of like uh an opener would be in a book it's going to go okay sonically this is what's going to happen um and this is the kind of the, you know the the energy that we're going i mean the drumming on that in that opening prelude section by the way is mm. superb that's that, that's ah. superb you know uh jordan's, jordan's drums really really strong they're really really nice and uh, my favorite type of drumming which is that clear simplistic yeah. um and only complicated when it's actually needed to be um mm. so with prelude was it is that it was that kind of wrote then where you'll probably have that live will that maybe open a show or act as a segmented part of it i can imagine for the majority of shows we'll be using that yeah yeah because it like you said it is like telling a story which as a concept mm. it needs to it needs to do you know it needs to yeah, it gives it a tone almost before you start kind of talking. Yeah, 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 all that. So, like the the uh, the intro, the prelude, and the uh, O to Armageddon, the very last one, they're all kind of. I wouldn't say fillers, but they're all there to help carry the feeling of each segment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and we go we we go into in, into dark desires, um, mm. and it's that's like of uh, the like many of the quite a few songs on this album and, and that's something we probably need to cover as well very quickly although it's an ep it's like 30 minutes long it's like 29 minutes long right we're going and, with a mini album at the moment yeah i was gonna say mini album <laughs> sounds fairer because i mean it's weird is it that we still that that's how it's deemed you know what an album is what an ep is and i know that's more from yeah. a commercial point of view than an actual musical yeah. point of view because you think yeah. about like you know fuck um Rain and Blood, it's like, what, 20-odd minutes long? It's not, it's, it's, it's <laughs> tiny. Holton the Chapel's like 16 minutes long or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. it, it, it doesn't matter on the, on the length of the album. It's the quality no. within, yeah? So, like, one of the, 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 certainly one of the songs I really enjoyed right off the bat was, I thought it was very accessible, is Dark Desires. Um, mm. what's, what was the kind of thinking with that then from a, a, a sort of concept point of view? Dark Desires as a concept was uh, like people wear a mask people hide behind the mask mm-hmm. but as we were talking about before like you know uh, these days you know uh, things have gotten so muddled up like with the internet people are idolizing people online you know all these what do you call them I was going to say trendsetter but influencers influencers <laughs> influencers yeah, yeah 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 and you know uh, because 
these things are, are always in your face. It, it's, per, it's perpetually intensifying in all this crap that you're taking in. Mm. You know, it, it's, it's, I think there's a definite correlation between these things and why people are so depressed. They suffer so much anxiety. Because now most every advertising is a part of your life. You can't watch a YouTube video without an advert. You can't go on, on Facebook without adverts popping up on you. It's everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. everywhere. But this for me is like, it's like you know, these, these kinds of things bring about a nature in you where it brings out your darker desires. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's, you know, it's, yeah. Sometimes, know. sometimes so as well, I'll put forward, sometimes uh, uh, when you don't realise it, it will push you into these things that you realise that you're beholden to social media, you're beholden to people's likes and clicks and things like that. And that mm -hmm. can lead down to that. You didn't realize that that was a desire you had. You didn't realize that was an addiction that was underpinning what you yeah. were saying. In the song, you said, you, you, you sing like, together we'll all bear witness that, you know, collectively this is something we'll all kind of see yeah. happening and we can either react to it yeah. or not. Yeah. But, uh, I think the, uh, the, 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 particularly that section where it's a, you sing together we'll all bear witness and the slight changes that you make as you sing that, that shows mm. off, ladies and gentlemen, and people that maybe haven't heard uh, David, that shows off Jamie's real skill. And Jamie's real skill, if I can embarrass him slightly, is the ability to have the several voices of metal in one. Now, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of bands struggle with that. Sometimes oh, they have two singers because they struggle <laughs> with that. But Jamie has this really great sort of shift where he can do the various segmented parts of, a, of what's considered a metal vocalist's vocabulary, if you will. Jamie <laughs> does that really well, I, I, with a lot of taste on that song, I thought, as well. Um, oh. that's, yeah. that's, that's something that really struck me. Oh, man, you're, you're, you're a star. That was <laughs> the truth. I, I never you know, really realised myself until like, I started gigging with, like, with Deified, and someone yeah. pointed out I mean, he's like, Jesus Christ, Jamie, pick a fucking style. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, just do yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but that's like I say, it's it's I something that a lot of some some people struggle with. Mike Patton, people like that, you know. I like I like I like variety, you know. The yeah, there's 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 Patton in there. There's like Thomas Lindbergh and there's stuff. There's the, hmm. uh, you there's uh, you know all the kind of that sort of post metal and uh, and that type of thing is in there. But I think you do, one of the things that will come across certainly when people listen to this song is the is the clarity of what you're saying. You can pick apart yeah. the words, the, therefore the message isn't lost. But when it needs to be forceful and, and a bit more of aggression, I think Dark Desires really does that. Although, if I'm honest with you, for me, the thing that impressed me the most was the drum fills near the end. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. Superb playing yeah. there on that. It's well, superb playing. That's like we were all like, that's perfect. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's real force, yeah. Just so then... So then we go into something which seems like now we talk about the album, we talk about the concept behind it. It seems an almost an obvious thing to put right on Front Street, and it's a song called Broken Matrix. Yeah, um, yeah. That seems very obvious. That seems like it, and not in a bad way. It means it seems like it, all, all the things that we talk about lead into to this. And it, I mean, it, it kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it, Broken Matrix? Is yeah. that kind of, is it that kind of thing, that Shangri-La that we expected is failing? Is it that type of thing you were Absolutely. alluding to? Yeah, absolutely. It's trying to obviously point out that once again, you know, we live in a society, you know, a digital society, and it's broken. I, mean, I thought like using the matrix, you know, is a good concept. The idea I was, you know, was pretty yeah. spot. You know, it, it fit quite nicely. Yeah. So you know, it, it tries to explore like many fractures in our increasingly digital world. Once again, um, you know, each day we're plugged in, plugging ourselves into more devices that track you and listen to almost every word you say. You yeah. know. 
you know, again, like we're online celebrities, mass advertising, fake news, unrealistic standards, you know, dominators more than the, the last, you know. Yeah. I think I think one thing I pointed out from a note for that song was it's propaganda 2.0 and it's spawn is a world where character dominates over knowledge and wisdom. You know, wow. it's, it's those kinds of things, again, that it's kind of tearing us, it's the fabric of our society apart rather than trying to use it for something good, you know. I mean, wow. it's easy to point out the things that are bad. You know, it's hard to yes. concentrate on the good in things. But, you know, for me today, the bad overwhelms the good. So, you know, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's yeah. an obvious point of focus. You know? And I think, yeah, I think that there's, you know, people often talk about metal as being, like, fr from a negative standpoint. But mm. the, 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 the reality of something like Broken Matrix and, and singing about that is that it, it's kind of that's a positive thing to say. It's a, this is a problem and this is something that needs to be addressed. That's a positive move. It, despite we're talking about it being, as having no value and devaluation of cultural society. We're also talking about it saying, you know, this is a problem. We're not wake up. We're not asleep anymore. That's a positive mm -hmm. message too. And I think sometimes yeah. that gets lost it, it, it with metal to the uninitiated. Mm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah, listen, to, listen to listen to us on on, on a metal podcast talking about the culturization uh, of the damage caused by technology. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> listen to bring it right back to bring it right back though. That riff that comes in at about one forty. Fucking hell! Fucking oh. hell! That's huge. Yeah. That's that's People huge. Shivers, don't it? You know where you get the goosebumps. Yeah, and and one of the things that I think that Matt and Alistair do so well is what you do with your voice. They've kind of figured out what they're doing from a guitar playing point of view. They both yeah. understand their occupied spaces, and it means that they can complement each other perfectly. You know, and um, yeah. that's a really good example of that, that with that riff as well, where. They, they're allowing each other to kind of blend quite nicely with each other. But I can tell when Matt's playing, I can tell when Alistair's playing, I can tell the difference. And that is, believe me, that's a lost thing in, in, in guitar playing, especially with dual guitar players. Um, that's it. That's it. It's a, it's a great song, that, though. So then, moving into Enemies Within, um, and this seems a almost government sort of bent ideologies and stuff and, and that yeah, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then about taking back control, as you think, yeah. So where's that coming from? That's coming from, like, how a lot of people seem to have lost faith and trust in the governments, their own government, whether it be in the UK or elsewhere. Yeah. So it's also about, like, the gap between the rich and the poor. Now, they, you know, we live in different worlds. You know, what they take for granted, we take for granted of two different complete, completely fucking things, you know. It's, yeah. So, you know, it goes on about how the gap is be is bigger than it ever has and ever will be before until mm. tomorrow, probably. <laughs> the next few hours, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, It's about how we have new gods. We have these people that they run tech giant companies, you know, the CEO bankers, you know. Mm. You know, and they, and they just suck up and destroy everything that we care about, you know. It goes on about these things, like, you know, where the machine just churns up its, its you know, its... It's products, if you will, you know, and churns you out again, you know, it's, it's about, it's about that, you know, it's all these things that living with our society are poisoning us, you know, and, yeah. you know, and that's why it comes out with a message like, we need to fight back, we need to take back control, you know, we need to make, you know, put some real principles to work here, you know, so everything's good for everybody, because, you know, England, you know, we're naturally, you know, socialists, so, <laughs> well, yes, yeah, yeah, that plays a major part in my, my thought process, so, you know, it's yeah. obviously, when, um when you kind of when you were sketching the ideas for this 
Um, mm. Where did where did they meet the music then? Was it kind of idea ideas first, uh, the the music first? What where does it come from a writing point of view, semantically speaking? Musically, it comes first. Okay. Always comes first. Then I listen to that and I translate it into my own thoughts and ideas lyrically. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It goes from there. Always goes from there. I've always worked that way. I mean, yeah. I'll, I usually have like a book of like stuff I've written down over the years that I could go to or reference if needed. But what, 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 what was the media that you kind of like sort of ingested at this point as well with the books you were reading? Were the, was the things you oh. were watching? Was the music you were listening to and were like going, okay. I, I yeah. like the ideas purported here. It was kind of like a sense of the status quo. I mean, we all felt it. We can all yeah. feel what's happening, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's one of those. I want to. I've got something to say, and I'm not just going to go on Facebook and you know yeah. just rant about it all day long. You know, I'd rather do something with what I have to say. So I'll mm. wait into a song. You know what I mean? You know, try yeah. and make it as concise as I can. You know, yeah. But not as concise that it doesn't get people thinking as well. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So we get we get up to the intermission, which kind of brackets the kind of three songs that we talked about there, and it probably acts as like something of a rest point as well because it's it's particularly intense. Those are three fairly intense songs put, put, packaged together, and yeah. then we get the intermission, uh, which is kind of makes sense to, to put that there to give the to kind of cleanse the palate, if you will, before we yeah. we, we go Keep again. Calm down, catch your breath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that going to be? I think that like you I mean you could. If this album's like thirty minutes long, you could do a set and do one half of the set, which was the album in full, yeah. as is delivered yeah. here. Is that is that something you thought about? I know albums in full are, are very du jour at the moment, but uh, is that something you've thought about? Uh fucking it, mate. We've thought about so much. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> like, should we, should we wait longer, mate? This an even fuller album, you know? Yeah. The, the actual idea to put the. Uh, Intro, prelude, and uh, the outro in there was kind of a last-minute idea. Pike had right. these put to one side, and he really liked them, and he wanted to mm. use them somewhere. Yeah, and it happened that they fit perfectly yeah. with what we were doing. So yeah, we listened yeah. to it. Fuck, that actually fits. That's really cool. It, it, it carries the story really well. Like the feel yeah. of the mini album. So then we go into uh, apotheosis and, and rebirth, um, yeah. which is probably the most. I don't. For me, I I, I thought it was the most kind of uh, there was. There's many moving parts to this song. Um, mm. It seems to be centered kind of like uh, where was where was the centrum for this song? What what is the what was the kind of the uh, the the Apiol- genesis for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genesis is a good word. It's a key word actually. Uh, Apiolus rebirth was actually a like kind of a dream I had. I had a dream and it was crazy. Uh-huh. Like like there was. The world, the end of the world was happening. People were running, screaming for their lives. You know, the sky was red. You know, um, it was like it was like an AI takeover, basically, in my dream. <laughs> right, right, okay. Robots descending upon everything, destroying. Wow. Everything. Okay, so it's the, yeah. like, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of fear today that like AI is basically AI and robotics is going to take over everything. You know, it's a lot. Yes. Well, that's there. There's a lot of people speculating that we should be having the conversation already. Mm-hmm. That we, you know, where we decide how we live with robots, you know. And yeah, there seems to be like, is is this very much the the, the and it feels like it is the, the clash of technology and humanity. And this is the, the this particular song sits pretty much in the trench in the middle, where it's like we're not ready for some elements of technology, or we haven't prepared mm-hmm. ourselves for it, mm-hmm. and it will roll over us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it, matter. It'll, 
it'll influence every facet of, of our society and infrastructure, mm. you know. Mm. Every business, how you go about your daily life, care work, everything, you know. Yeah, even yeah. algorithms to to, to, to government to, to to govern like society itself, like, you know, it's people working on algorithms and software that can Yeah. Actually... Well apparently they can look now and see and by your social media, they can find when you fall out of love with your partner. They can tell that by an algorithm. Isn't that frightening? Um, I've been on a few sorts of different podcasts with my friend uh, Mass, and he talks about algorithmic kind of displacements of people, like kind of going, you know, where they can tell when someone's going to become financially uh, bereft and and things like that. They can tell all these things. There seems to be, and I don't want to put any words in your mouth here, Jamie, there's just... There seems to be an awful lot of things that, like, Fear Factory we're talking about here, like, especially demanufacture, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and all that type of thing. I think there, there was a lot of that. Were, were they influences musically coming from them? Was it, was it some of them? Fear Factory, musically? Um, I wouldn't say Fear Factory so much. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe not from, a, like, an instrument's point of view, but certainly oh, maybe vocally yeah, with, yeah. with Burton and stuff, and, and certainly stylistically from, from the, from the, 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 the content. Respect music definitely yeah yeah, yeah. Definitely. yeah i share i share i share some some ideas with them well like, yeah. i listen to a lot of genres you know and a lot of other genres speak the same language that i do in my music yeah like like reggae bands there are punk bands you know there, there are many bands out there that one of the interesting to... lines in that song i thought was great was that where you say that we're no longer the alpha and yeah. that, you know i thought that was that was a really interesting sort of take there that you know mm-hmm. that's uh that kind of like I mean, who who is what? What is becoming the the kind of the alpha now? Is it the artificial yeah. intelligence? Is it the kind of the zeitgeist of that? Like you know, yeah, we've had this common com- uh, common like idea for a long time that we're like top of the chain, we run everything. But mm-hmm. then you know, you things come along and you create something that's even better than yourself. You know, you're not really the top of the chain, really. I mean, yeah. it's kind of. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's a bit full of yourself to really think of yourself as top of the chain, really. Anyway, nature's always in control. You know, yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like there are, there are very arrogant people out there, you know. <laughs> you need, you need most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, we come to, easily for me, I said this in the messages that we exchanged, easily for me, the, the yeah. Temple song and... Um, I don't want to lay this up too big, but I'm saying that any any metal fan worth their salt needs to hear Blood Under the Bridge. I think it's yeah. superb. I think it's exactly what you were trying to go for from stylistically yeah. for the whole album. I think it suits it. It almost acts as a, a, a perfect introduction to the album. Um, where 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 did Blood Under the Bridge come from? This one for me, like, I wanted to tie everything up, like, that we discussed, I and mean, obviously we'd written... <clears throat> and for me, like, there'd be no better message than saying, like, you know, things may be bad, things may be good, you know, but whatever happens, like, you know, whoever wins, takes over in that era, that decade, they write the history. Mm. So, you know, it's kind of a message to tell people, like, don't be, don't just let people sweep you under the rug, you know, don't just be cast off on one side, you know, just fight back, you know. You, which is why, you know, I took the regular phrase which is like water under the bridge you know yes yeah. under the bridge but it's like in this case you, you know it's blood under the bridge you can't just yeah it, it's an escalation it's an yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, yeah exactly. you, you yeah. can't be can't be passive about this this is kind of no. you know this is something this is 
that will, will, will stay in us uh, for a long time. If we don't learn by it, you know, it's the old adage of me being doomed to repeat it, you know, and, yeah. and we must. It, is, is the album a call to arms? Is the album a call to arms? Is it a wake-up call? Is that, is, is that the intention where you need to, like, I think, n- I think... now more than ever to address where we are? Yeah, I think, I think it's underlying. That's one of the underlying messages of it. It's like, you know, it is a call to arms, but it's also like, you know, there's better out there. We can do better. Yeah. You know? So, you know I don't think be... the... Um... <laughs> that whole kind of build-up section before the main riff, main verse riff, that verse riff is just fucking, it's absolutely superb. I put it, you can set it up on your, uh, on a, on the, 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 my PC, so you can cut a piece of music just to hear repeatedly over, and yeah. I've got that verse section. <laughs> what it's is just it? so fucking heavy. That, that's just like that. It's so, there's, there's zero gristle, there's zero fat on it. It is completely lean piece of metal yeah. meat. Uh, oh. And it's superb. It's, and to have that whole kind of build-up to it and then to lock into that. And it's the first time, you know, if you, if you told me that someone writes a line, um, I wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire, I would have rolled my eyes because that's almost a kind of a generic thing to say, almost. But the yeah. way you deliver that within that, I'm like, I, I, I'm fine with that. I've got no problem about that. I've got no problem about that. It's so, um, yeah, it, it feels like one of the best Slam of God songs they never wrote. There you go. That's a personal favourite for yourself, though, isn't it? That song, it right? is, yeah, yeah. From every every piece of work we do, I always take away a personal favourite, and that one was for yeah. me. I'm sure you'll get mixed reviews, but for me, that was... Fucking the wrong. <laughs> but it's it, it, I think for me that song what what I think's the, the real sort of for me if I had to kind of break down the, the introduction points and I think the whole album should be listened to in order yeah. I think chronologically it should be listened to I think the first sort of listening points are definitely Blood Under the Bridge definitely Dark Desires Broken mm-hmm. Matrix I think they're definitely in maybe that order and what's great is this is going to thrive in both the community that listens to single songs. Yeah. And then the community listens to whole albums. I think you've managed to make it so these songs do stand on their own, which is the real challenge, I think, when making an album. And I think you've accomplished that. Because um, that's what's going to happen, isn't it? This is going to be kind of digested by people. And people are going to just hear one song, aren't they? And you're going to have to get all these concepts almost mm-hmm. kind of through in one song. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You, go, you, want a, you want the message, or at least a part of it, to be yeah. a part of everything, you know. So, yeah, so you can get all these an idea of what everything is about, which is yeah. the, the good thing about a concept album, you know, it's, yeah, you know, straight up, you've got some sort of idea of what it's about, you know, you're not, it's not just a jumble yeah. of songs, you know. Yeah, I think, I don't think anybody listening to the, to the album could ever do, say, default to the, 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 the direction that can be, you know, I think it's very clear what, what the, the sort of the, the agenda is and it's very clear on what you want to do musically and stylistically as well. So when we get to uh, an ode to Armageddon, um, yeah. that's like this kind of beautiful piece of music that feels like almost like that, that cool down. It is beautiful, just it? Yeah, it is a beautiful piece of music, you know. And so when you kind of was, was sitting there after you'd recorded it and you sat down and you'd mixed it and stuff and you listened back to it, what did you want to achieve with this album and how much do you think you got <laughs> of that done? What's, it was the, anything left on the table? Uh, from the beginning, we've always sent, said, or, you know, I've always said, like, you know, I want to get better. I want things to get better. I don't care if things are crap to start with, just as long as every piece of work we do, we get better and better and better. We learn, we get better, we learn, we get better. 
mm-hmm. you know, to find out what people enjoy, what we really enjoy, and what works best, you know. So, yeah. for me, with every record, for me, it's it's gotten better, and that's always the aim, just keep getting better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's all I can say, keep, keep writing. It, it should be, but, you, but it's surprising how, how many bands well, don't see it that way. Fire by it, just, yeah. all right, listen to what people are saying, you know. I mean, there might be something yeah. to it, you don't know. You, know. you can't just be blind to these things, you know. People say yeah. things for reason, you know. So, yeah, we, it's, I felt we achieved what we wanted with this. We really stepped it up another notch. People mm. have noticed, and I'm, I'm over the moon. I'm actually, yeah. when I, I listened to it, I was like, yes, guys. You know, Pike, got it, got it right. the, Pike does all the mix and mastering. He's, he's, come, he's, he's come along leaps and bounds. You know, it sounds George, huge. Yeah. yeah, it does sound huge. Yeah, he's done so much better, like, honestly. There's a, there's a wonderful clarity to it as well, where everything, you can pull, you can pull apart the, the different pieces of it as well, and if you just want to listen to, to you know, to Matt's playing, or, or, or Tom, on, you, know, you, can, you can hear that, and that's, yeah. the, that can be sometimes lost in modern metal, where it just becomes a dirge of, you know, frequencies, and everybody's trying to occupy the low end, you know. Um, yeah. And that can that can often be lost. I think there's a very much a clarity, the clarity as well in, in sort of the iconography and the pictures that you put up as well about the artwork. That seems mm-hmm. to tie in perfectly with that. You can see exactly where it's coming from. And you, there's there's a connection, and I think that's going to really bode well for people to buy this physically um, yeah. and see the kind of the, uh, the, the, the the kind of artwork that runs through it. In terms of the artwork that's inside as well, um, have you is is it lyric sheets? Do you do you, do you talk more stuff about the individual songs? What what have you kind of got set up for the artwork inside? Well, we we had limited space for what was going inside, so mm-hmm. we we put all the credits in, you know, all our thank yous. Um, we put our lyrics in, and I think that was about it. We. We were shown like what it would be like, like with an explanation for each song, what it was about, and it was just yeah. way too just much. Just too much. Yeah, <laughs> too much exposition. Yeah, the song should do that to a large degree. Yeah. Have you yeah. thought about? Have you thought about like sort of the, the media that's going to support this? Have you thought about videos and that type of thing? Because if, if ever there was a time for kind of like like that tool video to come from here, it, it's to definitely to some of these songs. They, they, they definitely lend itself to that kind of creative out way of doing it you know have you ever thought about videos and that type of thing yeah 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 well the artwork john pedley did a sterling job with the artwork you know we yeah. know people have enjoyed that especially mm. ourselves yeah you know so we've, we've got this idea obviously of like where to go what kind of theme to run with another music video so we have thought about doing another music video oh i was going to say something there, i shouldn't uh, <laughs> yeah yeah we've got idea for another music video sure so that, that is going yeah. to be happening. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 What song will so uh, be to? I'll let your imagine, your imagination. Okay. You know, Fair so. enough. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so now, um, am I right in thinking you are with um, Stampede? We're with Stampede, yeah. Rob. And you're with the fabulous Rob from Stampede. Yeah. Rob is, yeah. to those yeah. in, maybe who don't know who Rob is, who, who works yeah. with Stampede, a promotions kind of, kind of guy. Rob's, uh, Rob's superb, and he's got, one, he's got the magic ears, Rob. He's, he knows good music. He's got the, he's got the magic ears. Uh, yeah. But I remember talking to Rob, and he was always saying that he would never take a band on that didn't put an enormous amount of work in anyway. So mm. you purely just going with Stampede and, and Rob yourselves there is a massive stamp of approval for me. Um, what's it like working with Stampede and Rob? He's, he's fabulous, right? Oh, my God, mate. He's, what a legend. <laughs> he's tough, but he's fair. Yeah, he's fabulous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just from talking to him, we all got together before all this distancing mm-hmm. crap started yeah and um we sat together on skype and we had a nice long couple hour chats got to know each other and just 
everything about him, it just oozes the kind of stuff that I like about a person. You know, he's, yeah. he's nice, talk to him, you can reason with mm. him, you can tell you when it's shit and when it isn't shit. It's what you need. Forward with you. It's exactly what you need, mate. Exactly yeah, you can't... You often often people uh, tend to surround themselves with people who just tell them it's amazing. Um, exactly. I'm here to tell you now, Rob will not do that. If it's shite, he'll, he will take you <laughs> in. It is so like... And you need that because that's the only way we're going to get move forward, you know, certainly as a band, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he does yeah. that, honestly. I couldn't... I wouldn't want to work with anyone else, if I'm being honest with you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really proud and happy that we managed to get it. Yeah, Rob, Rob's one of the I, one of the, the many unsung uh, people, defenders of the faith out there. Like they're really doing some great work. Like I'm really great that you're involved with him. Like that's going to only going to bode good things. Mm. Oh, so absolutely. then now, I mean, no one knows really what the, the future's happening right now. We don't know what's going to happen. Is the plan? Um, to to tour the album when when you can then is that going to be is it going to be a tour put in place to support the album what do you think um, we had a bit of a tour planned but that's fallen yes. through that was yeah. going to be we talked yeah you know talk guys from down there yeah uh, going to be uh, doing some shows with those guys as part of the tour but that's all fallen through mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of the shows are still intact but you know we're all a bit in limbo at the moment waiting to see yeah. what happens so yeah yeah just got to plod on you know write new material. Make some new stuff. Is there know, is there a thought things. of doing of doing the dreaded live stream? Is there a thought of See, doing that? Lot. I'm in two minds, mate. I don't know if you agree with me here or not, but uh-huh. unless you've got a decent setup, you know. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just turn your amps on, put a put your Facebook live on, and go for it. You know. I think that's what some bands think you can do. I yeah. mean, it's 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 tough, but it's true. It's the you know. Just because you can do that doesn't necessarily mean you should. There should be an element of quality there. There's a reason this is a, this is not recorded as a video chat and just recorded as audio because my yeah. phone is is not perfect for this. You know, we're you, we're okay. not getting a perfect the, the most beautiful pictures of everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, doing live streams, I've seen a couple of bands do them and they've just been in their practice room and the bass has just been ringing and you can't hear anything. <laughs> and it's you know why do that? I mean, don't get me wrong. I've seen some people do it very well. Um, yeah, you know, it can be done very well, you know. Um, but I think, yeah, it's a question of should we? Yeah, yeah. What, 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 respect, respect your own music, you know. You've got yeah. all that to make it sound good, you know. Don't exactly. Just phone, you know? <laughs> yeah, what it just r- r- rubbish yeah. all the mix of what you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it? It's it's always frustrating as well as well when 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 you put together something like this. This is a concept album meant to be listened in its entirety and to its full effect. And someone's only going to pull one song from it or put it in the wrong order when they listen to it and stuff. And yes. It's crazy, but I mean, that's I, I, sadly, that's the nature of this, uh, the beast. I get the feeling that, that maybe we, we won't be able to get past that, like, you know, um, to listen to stuff as it was truly intended. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows what the future holds after all this is gone. I think, know. well, you know, sadly, we've had a vision of it. This album pre- pre- presents a, a future of what we could have if we don't <laughs> listen and we don't sort of... You know, we don't sort of figure this stuff out. You know, it's a, it's a stark one. What a more That's timely it. release than this now. Yeah. Like, oh, you couldn't have planned it more timely, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> we all need to sit down. We need to talk about these things, you know. Yeah. Well, so thanks, listen, listen. Th- thanks for sitting down and talking to the Spoken Metal Show. I really appreciate it, Jamie. You know what I mean? It's oh, nice thanks, to, when someone friend. opens up about the album and kind of gives us a little bit of an insight into it. I always love those, those things. Like, so hopefully people have... We'll listen to the album now. And so when is the release date? Uh, 29th of May. 
Okay, yeah, so we're on to the 20, 29th of May, and you, you can pre-order, I believe, now, and there's various yeah. packages you can pre-order, is that right? Yeah, yeah you can go through Bandcamp, or you can go through our website, which is dayofi.uk. Perfect, perfect. So I'm going to put some links into on, on the pod as well, but uh, I strongly recommend you do. Um, this album will be one of those albums when uh, people trying to sound cool, putting together their top ten albums of the year, they're going mm-hmm. to put your album in there, not because they want it to sound cool, it's because mm-hmm. undeniably it is a fantastic piece of work. Like, thanks for thanks for being on the show, Jamie. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Honestly, it's been a lot of fun. This is my first proper interview with anyone. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I, thought, I thought my answers were clear enough. <laughs> I think people have enjoyed it. Like, no, it's good fun. As I told you, I promise. Yeah, it's good be. fun. That's it, exactly. Thanks for oh, that. Thank, thank you very much for having me. Thank Molly. you. Sitting with with Jamie there. Uh, obviously, we're not sitting there. We're, we're we're doing the thing over over the internet, and it's sometimes that's going to be how a lot of these are going to be going forward. There's really kind of no way around that. and But it still means I can kill, speak to a lot of these people. And like I say, get to hear this album way before it comes out, the 29th of May, which is really, really, really thankful to, to Deified for, for, for kind of trusting me to listen to that and trusting me with my, what opinion I had as well. Because I might have not liked it. I might have thought it was awful. And and then that puts me in a really difficult position because I don't like talking about stuff that I don't like. Thankfully, from, from dot one, from the first note, all the way through the album, absolutely superb. And Blood Under the Bridge, I cannot tell you how, how good a quality that song is. You're, any self-respecting metalhead must hear that song. And I want people to talk to me about this album. As we come Before the album comes out, I'll repost this, this podcast again. And I really want to know what people's thoughts on the album. Is it as good as I say it is? Is, is it not? Where, where are we? What did you think? Is the better work that they previously done? Well, are you excited for next thing? I think they're going to really explode Deified and really kind of start doing some really great stuff. I know they've got some tours planned and this they're going to really kind of get behind this album, this mini EP, if you will, or mini album. I think it's really strong. I think that comes across in there. And Jamie's superb. We should really get Jamie on again, shouldn't we? Because he's really articulate and kind of loves what he's he's talking about and loves what he's doing and loves the scene and loves the music itself, right? You know, and that's that's something that's very special. So I, I think that really came across on this one. The next one is going to be uh, a listen in with. Uh, Alison Chain's Dirt album. That's going to be something I'm looking forward to. What a great thing to do, just sit, listen to your albums that you love anyway and talk to, 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 to people out there, yourselves, who are listening. And there's a lot of people out there that are kind of getting back to me saying how much they enjoy the show. I'm really, really thankful. Thanks very much, everybody, for listening to the show. And hopefully it gets you through this, this sort of quarantine time and makes you laugh a little bit, takes your mind off all the, the, the horrible things that are going on out there. You know. So once again, as always, at some point... At some point, I will see you at the show.